Oh, hey, there's a Jesse. Hey, it's me. Hello. How's it going? Welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been too it's, long. It really has. Like, it really has. <laughs> I remember it was summer, but it was not this last summer. So it might have been a year and a half ago. It might have been. Yeah, Subsidy was just a, a, a dropped hint. Oh, yeah. God, that was a while. Okay. Subsidy <laughs> was a twinkle in your eye. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, dropping dropping breadcrumbs of glow nights, and you you threatened my life uh, if I if I ever said GID. So, um, well, that? in all fairness, I try to threaten everybody's life at all times. Whenever I'm in <laughs> media engagement, I just feel like it's my brand, and I, yeah, I like putting people on their back foot. You, know? you just you just have that that air to you, that presence of. Um, of, of of assertiveness, of aggressiveness, of uh... yeah, yeah. are you are you becoming a lich? Is that what's happening? An undead um, lich lord of some kind? A, a a lich lord, but one who's a litigious. So a litigious lich lord, you know. Oh, fair, yeah. Triple threat. Triple L. That's, uh, that's more concerning than an undead creature, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's, it's the worst of both worlds for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't want to wouldn't want to deal with that at all. Oh, after all of that. Um, my audio wasn't recording. All right. <laughs> okay. I don't want any of that on the record, so. Are you for real? Was I, am that... for, I am for real. You His powers. <laughs> Your powers Case in are point. real. That's right, man. That's what, that's what alpha male energy can, can do to electronics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's embarrassing. Should I do an intro to the show? Sure. Yeah, yeah why not? Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium Knights-related content. I'm your host with the most, your ghost with the most, your one and only Pepperoni, and joining me via satellite, uh, the Duke of Diaclone himself, Tony Velocity, and Jesse of Toy Pizza Fame. Do you guys want to say hello to everybody? Could I be the Prince of Pedophilia? No, wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Oh, yeah. Time to, hit, time to hit that record button. We're done, guys. <laughs> Just rub that one. Um, hi. Good take. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. We're here at last. Yeah, it's been it's been too long, but you guys are some of my favorite, uh, let's say, thought leaders in the space of toys and collectibles. How do you spell thought, thought though, <laughs> when referring to us? T H O T. Thought leaders. Excellent. That's that's what I aspire to be. Uh, a toy e girl. Was a thought. <laughs> oh well thank you that's that's high praise i appreciate that yeah and congrats on your four-way tie in your election um i don't know if i would vote for the uh, good-looking phony or the uh good-hearted seek at this point uh i think it's a toss-up between those two it, that i think that's everyone's toss-up unless you have a shitload of money <laughs> oh yes that yeah, yeah. i forgot about that that is back to what we call the old way yeah, pretty much. Where's Where's Kevin O'Leary? Let's get that guy back back on. Oh the my ticket. god! Yeah, it's been been a while since he's crawled out from his cave. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Dennis Leary. He would make a great prime minister. <laughs> How about a uh, uh, politic flavored politics? <laughs> that's that's what we need in our toys some more anyway so why is the joker movie uh such a terrible idea and no, i'm <laughs> Um, it's it's bad because it's going to encourage uh, men, you know, with mustaches to dye their mustache white and paint their face white, like Caesar Romero did. So it's it's bad all around. I I'm not even joking. Like the Adam West Batman is my favorite Batman, and I'm I'm a little bit always forever bummed out that like no one just gives a shit about the Caesar Romero Joker, which by proxy becomes my favorite Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki so. inadvertently, when we were doing our signing at New York Comic Con, he inadvertently said, um, Cesar Ramirez. Is that the, the dog whisperer guy? That's totally the dog whisperer. I <laughs> meant to say Cesar Romero, and he said Cesar Ramirez, which I, I think that's his name. I, it's Cesar something. You know, I, I don't want to Google it, but I'm going to, I'm going to say you're right. Romano? Caesar, no, that's Ray Romano's brother. Yeah, that's true. Right, the communist one. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, it led us to doing like 
Heath Ledger training a dog sort of, you know, skits, which was very funny, but it's not, <laughs> it's actually not worth repeating now that I think about it. Caesar Milan. Milan, that's it. Caesar Milan. Caesar, who's Caesar Romero? I, I said I wasn't going to Google it, but I am full of lies. Okay, Caesar uh, Milan. That's, he meant to say Caesar Romero. He said Caesar Romano, which I think is a type of salad now that I... Let's yeah. just move on. This is it. We're yeah. in the weeds here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah R- Romano lettuce um, in your Caesar. It changes the game. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, that was a good episode, guys. See you later. <laughs> Do you guys have your lovins turned on so uh, with the tips it'll vibrate? Is it, you, you all wired up? Yeah. Oh, um, oh my god, yeah. I mean Yeah. I mean I just I just started camming, so the only one who watches is my stepdad, but he tips, so that's fine. I mean he's in the next room, but that's that's still generous of him. Yeah. At least he knows when to when to log on. Yeah, that's true. I just gotta like knock on the wall and, and let him know. Hey, this got weird. Do you guys like toys? No. Oh, oh me neither. I do. I do, and I, I don't. They'll be the death of me. Yeah. Well, when the big, I mean, when the big shake comes, I'll get crushed by my toy shelf. Yeah. Yeah, your island is sinking. Um, my, my main. That's why all my toys are on the second floor. Um, like all the entertainment stuff is downstairs. Fuck that. That's easily replaceable. Yeah, electronics are replaceable. Toys. Yeah. Aren't. Toys are no. Toys are like no. Faberge eggs, really. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, they uh, they cost a lot, and they shatter when you huck them against the wall while drunk. Okay. This is true. Well, that's on you, and we, we hope you seek treatment. I will not. <laughs> what do you guys want to know? How can I how can I help you? Thank you for calling into my show. How can I help you? I, so I've clearly got a problem with alcoholism and Faberge yeah. egg collecting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm essentially a Bleeding Gums Murphy knockoff at this point. Right. Makes sense. Um... Yeah, well, let's 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 uh, let's start with a congr- congratulations on another massive drop. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, Hyper Nights out of nowhere, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, another, I'm gonna say, successful Kickstarter at this point. You got Unicron funded. Congratulations, Hasbro Pulse. That's amazing. <laughs> I think I think that was a. Uh, I think they cooked that personally. Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, yeah. we we called that. Day one. I don't have any insider information or anything, but I'm I'm pretty sure if you looked at the metadata, that got cooked. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, like the, as as we theorized when it first got announced, it's like that prototype was looking mighty finished. We're mm-hmm. like, those molds have been made. Like, there's no way they're not gonna let that happen. Takara was dancing around the question as well. They were just like, ah, you know, and then they. Just yeah. stop bringing it up. Um, I, but I do have to make a correction. We're actually we are not on Kickstarter currently for this campaign. This is a private uh, fundraising uh, effort. We are avoiding Kickstarter. Um, I don't know if we'll be able to avoid them forever, but this is uh, solely on the merits of our sort of fan base and word of mouth marketing. So it's um, in many respects, it's more impressive to me anyway. That uh, we're at about eighty percent with two weeks to go, with just the sheer willpower of, of guys like you. you know? Well, that is a uh, that is definitely. I thought it was Kickstarter. My bad. Um, and you're correct. That is ridiculously impressive. Mm-hmm. Like holy well, crap! Like, what what does one even uh, pay Kickstarter for? Like. At this point, like once you've succeeded at doing like a crowdsourcing, uh, crowdfunding project, at that point it's like, well, your your clientele, the people who are interested, like they don't care about whether or not it's on Kickstarter, Indiegogo, etc. You don't mm-hmm. need that like brand trust of that company anymore. So why not do it yourself, right? Well, I think that's you know that's part of what we weighed. Uh, I think also like th- there's no denying that there is organic discovery on Kickstarter, and. <clears throat> They are pretty good at suggesting campaigns to like-minded people. I know I've certainly found out about campaigns just from, like, you know, getting an email from Kickstarter or just kind of browsing the site and having things recommended to me. So I do think that there is, there's an undeniable sort of uh, new blood factor to a Kickstarter campaign. Um, 
I also think uh, there is a certain level of brand name trust, and it, it definitely is a minus that for us fundraising, you have to pay at the time of your pledge. With Kickstarter, you get till the end of the campaign. I could understand people would prefer one or the other. Uh, on the minus column for Kickstarter, out of all the new names I saw in our last campaign, a a disproportionate amount of those canceled their pledge before it finally went through. Oh. Thousands of dollars worth. So whether or not that is, is that bots that are sort of on Kickstarter, you know, uh, backing certain campaigns for certain reasons? Is it trollish behavior? Is it just people simply changing their mind or running out of money? I don't know. But I would say out of those organic discoveries, we definitely had a disproportionate amount that pulled out and, you know, that caused a couple like negative dollar days, which is really terrible for campaigns. Right, right. Oh, yikes. That's that's not cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would say while we have we've sort of made more work for ourselves doing this privately and our numbers are smaller at this point, we haven't had any zero dollar days. We've only had positive dollar days. Um, there's been several sort of rally points that happened without sort of telling anyone to or having a, you know, a hashtag uh, barrage. Um, Save the nights. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, it's a smaller, more sort of concerted effort, um, but it's, it's going along swimmingly. And I, you know, my hat's off to the uh, community because they've, they've, they've made this happen. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Hell I'm yeah. so excited. Some uh, I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at the offers right now as well, and uh, I think it was yeah as of yesterday you were at was it sixty eight percent funded that you posted on your Instagram, and we I think we got to sixty nine nice party uh, yesterday nice nice now we're ten percentage points up which means uh, I think that's five or six supporters and and likely all of them at the. $240 or $420 tier. So that's, you know, that's that's people putting money where their mouth is, you know. They're Oh yeah. proving that they're real fans of this stuff. Oh, that's spicy. That's good stuff. Yeah. Excellent. So Excellent. it's only it's only going to take a a handful more people signing on for you guys to hit your mark? Yeah, no question. I think that um I think safely with 100 supporters we're we're there in excess. Uh, right yeah. now, there's 74 supporters. We're at 79 percent, and the dollar amount is fifteen fifteen thousand eight hundred eighty. So, th- if everybody did just the full year, um, it wouldn't take a hundred supporters. But I think uh, you know these things kind of tend to to um, you know, there's a sort of like hive mind about it. When when we're right at the tipping point of 100, I think there's going to be a barrage of people and we should be able to shoot right past 20,000 and then hopefully get right to unlocking the next character, which I'm going to make. Uh, originally, it was a $40,000 goal, but I have some ideas on how to make it cheaper and more accessible. So I think that our sort of standard goals that we have up may not apply once we fund. I think we can probably get the second character done for maybe even 25, you know, just five more. I think we might be able to make something work. So So, is this, is this the, uh, the hacker man? That would be hacker man. Yeah. And I actually, uh, I don't think he's dry, but I painted one today. (laughs) Excellent. And this, audio podcast for all of you listening at home uh, i'll describe it in, tony has in... to describe it all right i'm the best at that <laughs> this is uh what you'll describe to the audience at home Whoa! it's very shiny at the moment um, it's incredibly shiny i wanted something that would kind of pick up all the details and everything just a, a very basic 3d print that falls apart in the hands because it's resin <laughs> but um you know <laughs> classic prototyping I, i'm super excited for hacker man as well i think there's something there, there's a lot of potential uh, with that character that is not being broadcast right now, but that will become apparent as we kind of get closer to uh, making him a reality. Oh, very cool. So if everyone listening at home goes and funds this right now, it will be 
almost funded, so you guys got to tell a friend as well. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to toypizza.com or nightsofthesslice.com, and it is front and center on our web store. Uh, you can check out the campaign page, which lays out what we're trying to do, and you can also um, you know, just go to the pledge page and see what our status is and uh, help push that thermometer up higher. Hell yeah. Hey, uh, I also heard a rumor, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently now this is also available for international uh, supporters. It is. So what I'm sort of doing, we've pared down the options here. You can either sign up for one month, one year, mm-hmm. or two years. And uh, there's a separate uh, tier for international of one year. And as we've done this this year that we're currently in, we're sending out packages twice a year because it's, as you guys know, it's very expensive and oh, yeah. uh, it's very difficult to sort of do a monthly international mailing. So we sort of bundle these and send them out. But for regular customers, they know that typically, you know, if they're ordering from the store and there's a Action Figure of the Month Club outgoing package, we typically just throw it in there and make sure that it, it gets there before these sort of bundle events twice a year. No, that, that's very cool. It's just really awesome that you're opening up that in general, too. Uh, so for the international customers, it's like getting Christmas twice a year if you celebrate that. Or whatever equivalent gift-giving holiday you yeah, dude, so wish t- to. Tippy, um... Tippy-toe across that controversy. <laughs> yeah, we started with Christmas, it anyway. So. You Christmas elitist, you. You're going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, dude, watch out. Oh, shit. How dare you evoke the immortal name of Sinterklaas? Hey, it's uh, it's early October. I've already got my fucking tree up. Oh, I don't, I don't. That's a lie. I'm, I'm. Mm-mm. Tony's a liar. I'm the fucking, fucking liar. liar. So um, what can I say? Other than a, I've got my tree up. We have some questions for Jesse from like the people out there in the world. Do you want to mm. answer some questions, Jesse? Yeah, please. Let's do it. Uh, so I put it on Instagram. Uh, so I got a couple from there. Most of them are from our Discord. Um, but uh, your own toy pizza account has asked you why. Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I actually sent that question to myself, um, so we can skip it. <laughs> All right. I was just testing. I was testing the app. Made sure it worked. Are you sure it wasn't Nikki fucking with you? Who knows? Could have been anyone. It's probably um, Nikki. Let's be for real. We have uh, Luxinverse. Um, also, I'm outing you guys. I know the questions on Instagram are uh, a secret. Who answers them? But Luxinverse, uh, favorite Halloween themed toys. Oh man, um, I don't know what I would say, but the thing that popped in my head is all the f- the future uh, Devilman stuff from like the late '90s, early 2000s. Nice. I don't know that that's specifically Halloween themed, but when I think it is of, spooky. yeah, when I think yeah. of spooky stuff, you can't do better than Narasawa and and those early, largely static figures. I, I think they're mm. great. I remember there were a bunch of different colorways too, and I'm positive there was like a Halloween one where it was like mostly orange and a bit of green. Yeah, seems about right. Yeah, no, those are those are cool. I dig so those. Instagram here also like cuts off people's names if they're too long, so I get to make up the rest of this guy's name. Uh, <laughs> Vladimir the Badimir um, is asking uh, Jesse's favorite Tokusatsu slash Sentai series or movies favorites. Um, damn, that's a great question. I I think I have to say Metalder. <laughs> Just because I'm, I'm endlessly fascinated by the concept of the ghost bank, which is like where all the villains of Metalder live in this kind of village with doors. Uh, um, and it also it spun off into this really brilliant toy line called Metalder. You can search for it under Metalder Ghost Bank. Um, these really brilliant this toy line that is pretty analogous to Kenner Mask, like same size figure really? vehicles. Uh, articulation at the knees, really like a line I'm completely obsessed with, uh, and frantically trying to chase down. So I, I'm going to go with Metalder. It always changes, of course, but yeah, I'm going to go with Metalder for right now. Uh, I think myself, like all the listeners at home, I'm going to have to look that up. That sounds amazing. 
and it, oh, they're, yeah, very, cool. they're very expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just really hard to find, or? They're incredibly hard to find. I did stumble upon almost a complete set at Superfest uh, about two weeks ago, and I, I posted up on this, on the Patreon, uh, the experience of it. I was not able to purchase them. Uh, but th- you're going to go down this rabbit hole for this line, and it's going to consume you. There is also a another series in the same format. Yeah, VR Troopers. Uh, by by Bandai as well, um, and uh, it's uh, Ninja Jinraya, I believe his name is. I'm probably butchering the name, but uh, they were better known as Tacky Stretchoid Warriors here in the U.S. Oh, cool. uh, so th- you can get both Metalder figures and all these great uh, villains and monsters, and then the tacky Stretchoid Warrior equivalent of, uh, S- I think it's Super Ninja Jiraiya, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that uh, it, it's like two great lines. They work together. The vehicles and playsets work together. It's it's going to consume you. I apologize for planting this opening the, seed. Uh, opening opening. the floodgates? Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm already on eBay right now. (laughs) (laughs) I would say though, um, you know, typically a figure in package is going to go about forty to fifty dollars. You can find deals on this, and it's usually when people don't know what the figure is. So Ah. hang in there and don't pay more than twenty, ten to twenty bucks for a loose figure. I think thirty bucks is probably the right the right price for in package figure. They're not very big either. You know, they're. Yeah. Probably two to three inch figures. So it, it's okay. Okay. try to avoid the neighborhood of fifty to a hundred dollars, but um, a really, truly one of the most fantastic lines there is. That That's sounds really cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm all about the the Toku villains, and like it's very rare that any series makes the villain into a toy. So yeah, any anytime we can get more of that, the the more pumped I am. Very cool. Also, sorry for the VR troopers dig. That was, a, <laughs> that was, that was low-hanging fruit. It's funny, too, because it's uh, uh, Gridman. In, Gridman was, uh, sup- what do we call him over here? Super Silver Samurai. Oh, Superhuman Samurai Cyrus. Why did I... That was Gridman. And I guess that they didn't use Gridman because uh, of what we used to call gay-related immunity disorder, which was... the what AIDS was previously classified oh, as really? yeah, in a really terrible manner. Like that's, they really, I mean, uh, you know, the thinking on the disease was so backwards back then, but they yeah, thought it was, yeah. you know, it was separate from heterosexual people and they called it grids. Yeah. Wow. That's, wow, okay. that's so fascinating and like really fucked up. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> guessing that that's probably why grid man didn't keep his name upon importation. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's really, that is like deeply fascinating. Cause like, yeah. it just reminds me of like how much folklore is linked to like the misunderstanding of disease as well, mm-hmm. where it's just like the way that like people used to explain things to their children. It's like, Oh, you know, don't do that. Or you'll just drop dead because a monster will eat you. But it's like, Oh no, it's like, we don't know how to sanitize things. And then yeah. our like slightly more modern equivalent of like we called AIDS grid, and now it's not called Gridman. <laughs> yeah, you can't have Gridman. It's so fucking weird and interesting. Yeah. Um, any other AIDS-related questions or? Uh, the final Instagram question, which I honestly think is um, the the best one. I don't want to play favorites, but House of Gog is giving us the "Where do you see cots in ten years?" Um, like sleeping arrangements in a military-style bunk. Yes. Yeah. Or K-O-T-S. Uh, no, I think he means the sleeping one. Oh, gotcha. Well, you know, if you're in a pinch, it's not bad. Um, it, ten years, right? Uh, hopefully I will have sold this to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> They're on their fifth mediocre movie, and I've retained rights to Rex Gannon and Cray, and, you know, Knights of Slice has become this sort of terrible a monstrosity of commercialization, but I still have a couple key characters that I can play with. Um, I think I'm okay with that. I think that's that's ideal thinking. <laughs> I mean, we say it every episode. The second we can sell out, we, we'll oh, fucking we're fucking do it. it. Yeah. yeah. 
and Baron Trump is going into his third term as emperor. <laughs> as, as Lord Emperor of the former United States. Uh, they rebranded it Americana, which is North, South, and uh, Central America. And Greenland, too. We finally got Greenland. Oh, finally, yeah. I mean, yeah. And they are, I mean, they're pretty, they're pretty far along with the sort of, uh, you know, making Games Workshop uh, Space Marines into a reality with uh, just, you know, death-fueled sort of steroid robots. We're pretty close to that breakthrough. So it's yeah. it's good. Yeah, we yeah. did slip what? into the bad timeline, didn't we? Yeah. Well, we did get healthcare out of this, so that's, you know... You went oh, well, all right then. Yeah, you're welcome. Does that mean we lose healthcare though? Is that we do? That's, yeah, it's a weird twist of fate. Yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense in the worst ways. Yeah, because you elected Kevin O'Leary, so oh uh, yeah, that would do it. <laughs> yep, they took it away. Uh, the oh. the questions are going to be non-stopping. Um, if we just pivot over to the Discord portion, let's go. Let's do it rapid fire. I'm ready. Oh, that's what we're best known as. <laughs> questions from the Discord. All right, it's questions for the podcast time. Uh, Empty Orchestra, how many toys have you guys broken? Question mark. Like on purpose or numerous, but I think the best almost breaking of a toy was when I was filming the uh, Tamashi Nation's Vader figure for toy pizza on my balcony in Manhattan and it went over the side of it. And there is footage of that happening. Uh, but I ran downstairs thinking I killed somebody with a Darth Vader uh, <laughs> at terminal velocity, at, but he was totally fine. His head had fallen off, but it popped right back on. Oh, nice. So I guess, you know, uh, that may not, I don't know the total number of toys broken, but I would say that was probably the most dramatic. And the fact that there's, video evidence of it is you know pretty intense yeah jesse Destacio, toy abuser <laughs> yeah um I, I don't know too fucking many on my end let's i i think as a customizer um technically every toy i touch becomes broken um in some people's eyes so that's uh but any anytime I get a new three A, that's just uh, par for the course. Leave Ashley alone. No, fuck him. He knows what he's done. <laughs> he's picking fights with <laughs> Ashley Wood again. Yeah. Uh, you know he's kind of a he's kind of a big guy. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't challenge him to a duel. I oh yeah no um yeah you you've seen you've seen you've seen me in real life. <laughs> you've probably you've sussed out my my stats. One v one me Ashley Wood still still think. The woodman would would chop me. Uh, I mean, I, I I feel like you can take a punch well. You know, okay. take that in the spirit. Depends where, but all right for what it's intended. But I think Ash has this. Uh, he's got this wild man energy to him. Oh yeah, yeah. alcoholism. <laughs> That's Australia. Different. I don't know if you can distinguish from the geological location. <laughs> Uh, back to the question at hand with toys uh, that I've broken. I'm gonna say that I'm really lucky. I very, I like off the top of my head, I can't think of the last thing I broke. I so. want to call bullshit, but I can't think of. I snap, I snap my like Vader's arm clean off my Black Series Vader. Yeah, that was the probably the most egregious one where I just was like, no, <laughs> what have I done? Didn't didn't something terrible happen to your? Um... Your three A Big Daddy, the bouncer one, or was it like the little sister? Oh yeah, the little sister's shoulder peg pops out all the time, but that's not like a full break. I can just like jimmy it back in with tweezers oh, and yeah, then it's move just it a three A again. Yeah, it's just a three A. It's not a full break. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me another. I don't. I don't know. Why I'm shitting on three A so much. I'm sorry. Yeah, ease up, Tony. Um, cool. Empty orchestra hitting us again. I'm going to decon this year. That is a statement, not a question. Uh, and I'm going to get my first Safubi piece. Uh, piece there. What's a good place to start? Or should I just go with something that jumps out at me? So Safubi buying advice. I heard another rumor that apparently there's going to be some Knights of the Slice related Safubi. That might be a good jumping on point. Uh, yes. Uh, but I wouldn't say... Uh, don't buy ours. Um, no, buy I, yeah, I don't would, do it. Just I do would it. say... Do your best to avoid becoming a Sofubi snob. Don't, like, go with what actually matters to you because you will spend a lot of money collecting these things and you will get to a point where you look at your shelf and you're like, why did I buy this? You know, mm -hmm. I really encourage people, especially because the, 
the price to entry is so much higher than a four inch figure only buy stuff that really speaks to you it gives you an aesthetic experience and you know don't make it about who's a cool designer or who's hot this year or who only gets their stuff made in japan versus china don't follow any of the fucking bullshit of it just buy something that really speaks to you it doesn't matter if it's look if funko pops really speak to you i totally encourage you to buy that over buying you know a piece from buff monster or whoever you know pick a random designer i think that's like really solid advice like absolutely get the thing that jumps out at you and like buying something because it's air quotes cool is dumb um get the thing that really does speak to you my only suggestions would be um if you're looking for a good price point to jump in on um mark nagata's stuff is always a good price Mm -hmm. and i think uamu is going to be at decon and her stuff is always an amazing price so those are good price points if you want something cheap but only get them if you like them so I, I really agree with that. I And Mark Nagata did the Goosebumps covers to the oh, book. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's so right. As an added mm-hmm. bonus. And yeah, uh, I love Uamu. Ayako is, is truly a very talented person, and she is one of the only Japanese designers, and specifically a setup at the show, that have a lot of different priced figures. You know, a lot, yeah. of, like, a lot of Sufubi makers are only interested in the big... 80 to $100 piece or 200 and up. Uh, she really has a great amount of affordable stuff and a full selection. It's not just Safubis, it's coloring books and, you know, pins and all sorts of awesome stuff. For example, I just pulled off my shelf this little ghost that I jammed on my finger, um, and it's a tiny little Uamu piece, and I think it was $3. So there is really something in like every price point, like little to big, there's something. And one of the best restaurants you can eat at in Japan is her family's uh, little cafe, um, which is in Ueno, right by, right underneath the train. Um, really, re- one of the best meals I ever had, uh, surprisingly. Oh, that's super rad as well. Yeah. So, foodie she... advice and travel advice. So, foodie and foodie. <laughs> I'm the snobbiest of them all. <laughs> Now that that'd be a YouTube series, just going around talking about like a really rad Sofubi paired up with like a really rad restaurant, kind of in the sameish area. The season finale is getting beheaded by ISIS. Oh yeah, that you gotta be careful with that because <laughs> you like go and you're like, um, I'm sorry, uh, Al Akbar. I, I couldn't help but notice that this uh, Sofubi is made in China, not Japan. <laughs> that's what does it that's VHS and they sharpen their scimitar and before you know it you're famous on this on the subject of delicious meals uh 4 a.m snack is hitting us with what snack would you eat at 4 a.m assuming you eat that early slash late I would not I have a very strict uh intermittent fasting schedule and I'm actually I I have uh half a steak right here. Oh, yeah. It's true, confirmed. We're creeping up on 9 p.m., so I gotta, uh, I'm gotta. i going to start this down. down. I'm going to have a steak break. Yeah. Hey, follow-up question. How rare is that steak? Uh, it's almost medium rare. Mm, get mm. the fuck off my podcast. You like black and blue? Is that your style? <laughs> I, I kind of am gross. I, I am a blue rare boy. Ew. I, I can yeah. enjoy that, but I, I usually reserve... I like black and blue, but I usually reserve that for when I'm like at... A killer place like oh yeah american fair. cut or strip house or something that's really decadent you yeah. know uh i'll i'll do that but if i'm just cooking myself i'm still kind of learning you know by sight what the when something is done so i'll you know i'll go a little overdone uh that, that's fair it's uh, safer that way when cooking at home question mark <laughs> that's <laughs> I mean, you're still welcome on the podcast. Don't don't worry. No, everyone's banned. Yeah, no, everyone, no more podcasts. It's... Everyone's banned, and then Nikki is now unbanned. Nikki is the new host. Yeah, uh, it's his show. It's now Nikki's show. Um, how about how about you guys? What do you eat at four a.m. as a snack? <laughs> Everyone, Logan. Mostly. I I can't recall 
the last time uh, I've been awake at 4 a.m. That's a tough one. Yeah. And if it, if I was awake at 4 a.m., it was probably, like, a bad shit scenario where I'm like, oh, yeah. no, this is happening now. I'm 30 so. and I shit myself. Yeah. Um, my, mine is uh, the coldest you can get the water from the bathroom tap. Oh, nice. Put your uh, mouth right to the spigot. Oh, yeah. oh, there's no other way. There's, there's no other flavor. I don't know how. It's probably a bad thing, but like... Tony, this is going to blow your mind, but they have invented these vessels. Sometimes they're made out of glass. and I'm not into it. You can put uh, liquids, you can put objects into these containers, let's call them, and keep them in something called a bedside table. What? Um, no. You might want to try this out tonight. It's a life. Um, I, I a appreciate it. Having a good uh, time. But I will respectfully decline. Okay, um, fair enough. Uh, let's get Uncle Jason. Uh, I missed asking this question last episode, but did you guys see any items from Superfest? Superfest, yeah. Ah, Superfest, thank you. That caught your attention slash interest. Also, pizza or cola flavored chips. <laughs> that's a That's directed at me, I think. Um, I, I was not paying attention for, uh, Superfest stuff, so, um, my answer is no. Fair enough. Anything Thousand Toys. <laughs> um, they weren't, they were not set up, though, at, at Superfest. Oh, I'm just, that's my general answer. That's his default answer. <laughs> they they typically do Wonderfest. Um, I'm, I'm gonna stick to the Metalder Ghost Bank stuff, because, um... <laughs> Man, it's still. I still think about missing out on that. I really. It was stupid though. I. Sh- I it's good that I didn't do it because it had a lot of things I already had. It had the big playset. I wouldn't have had any means to get this home. I would have had to ship it. it it's. It's fine. I didn't need it anyway. It. It looked terrible. I don't want it. <laughs> no, it. It was. It was shit. Total, don't worry. Total here. trash. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I'm trying to help, but I don't think it's working. I. Yeah. It's not. You just gotta gotta take the shit that you need out of it and like leave the rest blown out like in a back alley somewhere. <laughs> yeah, just taking toys you you already have and definitely cherish, but because there's two of them and you're traveling, just leaving them in a bin somewhere. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. I've done life. that so many times in Vic. Oh no, not not the exact same thing, but there'll be tons of times where I'll, I'll visit you, Logan, and I'll hit up the thrift shops, and they always sell shit in stupid bags where you'll get like. Something really rad, and then like some garbage McDonald's toys, and like I just no shame, like like eh, it's going back in. <laughs> like I, I'll buy it, but I'll like leave the remainders kind of nearby, or like throw it back in the donation bin, and be like I, I'm just here for this uh, this Optimus that I didn't need. Yeah, um, yeah, thousand toys, uh, one hundred. Uh, also. <laughs> Uh, I have had cola-flavored chips. I don't know if I posted that on the Discord. I might have. Or if I tweeted it out. But uh, not a fan. Not a fan. I would definitely go pizza-flavored chips. Didn't again. I ask you to pick me up a bag? Yeah, I gotta go to the TNT across the way and grab you one. They taste they taste like cola. And I mean this in the bad way. Like, they're almost kind of soggy a bit. That seems weird to me, but I'm intrigued. So my answer, right. I'll have to wait till I try them. Okay, I'll, I'll pick you some up for next weekend. I do give Canada the point, though, for ketchup chips, because those are delicious. Oh, they're great, yeah. I don't know why that hasn't carried over here, um, but I do point to Canada for sure. Yeah, That's the healthcare thing. Healthcare and ketchup chips. You got it all, you know, all figured out. Got no, no, we can have ketchup chips because we have free healthcare. True. <laughs> yeah, it puts a lot of us in the hospital. Let's, let's be for real. Makes sense. We've got a question here from a, a one Jesse Destacio. Um, that guy? What is the best service to sign up for if I wanted to receive, say, twelve surprising action figures in the mail? Question mark. Um, yeah. Uh, so I asked that, and then somebody fucking totally shut me down <laughs> really quick with their reply, saying, uh, "The GI Joe Collector Club." <laughs> um, so uh, I think I got you know they put me in my place pretty quickly. Um, but I would suggest Action Figure of the Month 2020. Go to toypizza.com or nexuslice.com to sign up there. Because actually, G.I. Joe Club, I believe, is bunk. It's gone. Yeah, I think it's gone now. Yeah, G.I. Joe's just dead in general. It just decided to die. You know, it's almost 
as if a young upstart toy designer sent a pitch deck to Hasbro on how to revitalize G.I. Joe, and they refused to take any of the advice or work with that young toy designer who could have resurrected the brand. But we'll never know, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's a different timeline where you've already sold your your ideas to Disney. <laughs> like, <laughs> the 10 years of, of that has already happened because you got the G.I. Joe job. Yeah. Um, but in all reality, there there is no way to sort of do G.I. Joe in the modern era because um, I think that G.I. Joe would actually be the enemy of the story. If you, you know, because look... Real American Hero was framed as sort of Vietnam vets and surplus military gear and a, a global climate that we kind of understood because it looked black and white. You know, yeah. you had sort of, um, you had the Soviet Union, who were the bad guys. You had the Mujahideen, who were the good guys that we helped out. And I believe they remain good guys. I can't quite think what happened to those folks. But um, it's so muddled today even in 30 years time and at the sort of military industrial complex has taken over so much of the landscape including you know all the private military corporations that do the job our sort of servicemen should be doing anyway um the only way to sort of tell a compelling story a modern military story would be like where that complex is the bad guy and unfortunately that makes like Cobra sympathetic, if you know what I mean. Yeah, a bit, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, co- Cobra's just freedom fighters at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how, I think that's how profoundly fucked, you know, we, we've gotten to where uh, you're kind of like, I don't know that G.I. Joe would be the good guy in, if you modernize this story. <laughs> and to go, like, from a purely toy collector uh way i mean like marauders kind of is the one that has taken up that mantle and i feel like it's mostly dudes that have grown up with joes and want to still like do that that customizing kit bashing or like looking to spruce up some old figures that they got at a thrift store so i feel like it's still very uh it's still very alive and well for like niche guys but i don't think jojo can become anything other than a niche now no, it, it can't. And, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are licensees of the Joe brand or former licensees of the Joe brand. And pretty universally, they all say that they that the programs that they've launched, mo- different categories, you know, some toy products, some not, have mm-hmm. been completely underwhelming. You know, oh, wow. it's it is a very minor nostalgia play. Um, there is only one or two characters that everybody wants and then it drops off pretty quickly and dramatically after that. And there is, there's not a driver for this. Cause I think all of us are sort of living with the reconciliation or at least the, the, the beginning of like figuring out, Oh, maybe all that bravado in the eighties, all the, the Jangoism was, you know, maybe not such a great thing. Mm-hmm. Got deep. Deep. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean that's that's what we're all about. That's, that's steak real. talking. All right, uh, we got another one from Mister Four AM Snack, who's also a very good boy that I've met in person too. Uh, for Jesse, just for you, uh, between the Toy Pizza Group, who manages the social media outlets the most? Uh, it's almost exclusively Nikki. I have oh. retreated from social media. I, I'm sort of temporarily back on Instagram just to promote the campaign, and then I will gladly. Uh, close up shop and head back to obscurity. Uh, I, I think it's for me personally, it's rotting my brain. I don't have a personal Facebook anymore. I just have sort of a work account. And, uh, I, I just think the ramifications of this connectiveness, uh, has been really, we're just beginning to understand it, you know, and I don't think we totally see the downside yet. And, um, I I don't want to be on social media. I want to be creating toys. Um, customers are a different thing. I'm I I you know a big part of my day is dealing with customers and making sure people get what they need and they're taken care of and making content for patrons. But um, 
I, I really have no interest in doing this stuff and I'm glad that Nikki loves doing it and is way more patient and sort of, you know, way more willing to interact um, with strangers and things like that than I am. It, it's, it's a good balance and I'm very lucky to have him and have him doing that stuff. It's, it's a it's a whole other skill set to have to like tank that damage as well <laughs> like even even just like on good days on social media you're like wow this is this is overwhelming and I hate it yeah uh, Fred Armisen said once that uh, I can either have a good day or I can read comments but I can't do both and I thought <clears throat> yeah that's it that's totally it right there I, I yeah I feel that I I still have my Facebook mostly. Mostly to like use the messenger app because I have yeah. certain friends that will only message on that app. So I don't know. I think I've posted on Instagram like once in the last like two or three months. So I've kind yeah. of kind of just put it on ice kind of with a lot of my social media stuff. Um, I apologize to all the people who like my YouTube stuff, but that's also but listen to the podcast and said, yeah, the podcast is way better. Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's a one-way street in a lot of regards, which is, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, it takes brain power to answer comments and, and do interactions. So for me, I'd rather focus on just the creation aspect and then sprinkle in sort of interactions with other people after that. But I get very uh, hesitant to take myself off of the design or production process because it's, you know, there's not enough hours in the day to, to sort of put into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Hey, quick. Uh, just a simple pizza time. That's well, what no, he's you asking. You skipped one. You skipped Pe- one. Oh, shit. I skipped one? Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know you how skip, to podcast. You skipped two. You skipped two. Oh, shit. Uh, here, I'll, I'll... Do you want me to bang those out? Yeah. Go back to can, quit? All can, right. you, can you unfuck this mess, Tony? Messed, Hard no, but I'll I'll give up. it a, give it a college try. I'm embarrassed, uh, Uncle Jason. Again, will you ever make a mega rift killer, or this kind of goes into the same as well, or a cola night paint scheme for the mega night? Oh, okay, I see what he's saying. He means the eight inch uh, figures. Yeah, yeah, the the Sophobies. I got to be honest. I think after the last couple styles come out, that's it for mega night. I think we're going to really? retire. Yeah. So our production is done on it. We have. Uh, a handful more of styles to release, which will likely happen at Decon. And then I think we're going to move on. I, I think, one, it's incredibly expensive to do. Um, it's not our core business, and I think sales reflect that. While sales are pretty good, um, they're not like when we put a four-inch figure on sale. And, um, you know, it's it's a fun kind of project, but ultimately you know, it hasn't been compelling enough and worth the extra money and freight and everything else that goes along with it um, to make me want to sort of, you know, spread my, spend my brain power on that. Yeah. Fair. So jump on it now. If you're interested, go, 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 go get it. Yeah, dude, you can get the complete collection. If you play your cards right here, guys. Yeah, true. Yeah. I think that um, in all likelihood, like most of our stuff, uh, people will sleep on it during the initial release and then it will become very sought after, you know, we've seen it time and time again with styles of nights or, you know, uh, when we introduce a new sculpt. Um, so I, I think that that's probably going to be the legacy of the eight inch figures, but it's been a great one. When we were, when we were talking about it at uh, DesignerCon last year, I think what the main concern was whether or not the crossover between Sofubi fans and Knights fans was big enough for it to gain that initial audience. So I guess that's the struggle, right? It's like, is it compelling enough to pull people who are maybe know nothing about knights in? And is it compelling enough to people who collect knights and glios to make their sort of first Sofubi purchase? I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think the data bears out that there is, you know, a significant crossover appeal. I think that action figure people are typically action figure people. I think Safubi people are typically Safubi people. I think statue people typically buy statues. Um, like me, I myself, I'm a hardcore three and three quarter inch action figure guy. That's my bread and butter. That's my world. That's what I love. I do buy Safubi when I see something I like, you know, when I go see Maury at his, his studio or when, you know, Ayako sets up a decon, I'll buy Safubi, but it is more about, 
I like that person and I, right, I like right. their aesthetics rather than a burning desire to have a, a four inch figure, you know, <clears throat> that I get. So um, I just think that's the, that's sort of the nature of collecting. I don't think there's a lot of omnivores with what we do. Um, and I, and that's okay. You know, I don't want everybody to <laughs> sort of blindly uh, follow everything we do. That's fair. I mean, like it, it's one of those things too, where like there, the, the bit of crossover, the people that were excited for it, they got their taste, they got their, their, their things. Um, and I guess it's one of those things as well to like, it's almost better to like kill something off like at the, the peak of its prime than to just be like, Oh my God, why are we getting another Megan? Like said, nobody ever, but like, you, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you either uh, live long enough to see yourself become the villain, Caesar et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think, I, you know, I'm, I'm not particularly sad about it because we have so much work ahead of us just on the four-inch stuff. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I think it sold well enough. We, we got a return on our investment pretty early on. And, you know, there's not a lot of uh, toy projects that can say that. A lot of them lose money, so... It's yeah. uh, you know, it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a triple, not a home run. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's American baseball rules, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We yeah. just call it lacrosse here. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Now back to it. Quick ask. <laughs> pizza, pizza time. time. Yes. Which I assume means what's your favorite pizza toppings? Um, I just I like you, buddy. I, I like I like prosciutto. I think prosciutto is great. I like when it gets kind of leathery on top of pizza. Thin bacon. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'd go with prosciutto. Oh uh, yes, wizard's bacon. <laughs> do you do you still put eggs on everything, like on pizza and all that? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I sure do. Like I, I want to try it because every time I see you do it, I'm like, like I like me some eggs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but it's so out there for me yeah but it shouldn't be yeah so i'm like i feel like uh what would what would be a, the perfect egg pizza i'm hijacking this question section sorry perfect <laughs> egg pizza uh other toppings, toppings. I, I think I that's the beauty part it, it can work on almost anything you know mm. and you get the sort of yeah I, it it originally started for me because i used to take cold slices of pizza in the morning and just crack an egg over it and just chop it up and eat it and mm. um the, the the cheese and the tomato sauce and the egg all kind of solidify together into this like lasagna type experience. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Um, I think any pizza is worthy of an egg. I would just say you may want to br- you know crack the egg on top of it and then break the yolk so that you don't get it, it makes it a little easier to eat and a little less messy. Oh, that's fair. Here's another follow-up question uh, as well. Uh, have you ever had eggs in purgatory? Eggs in purgatory? Is that a sort of deviled egg? Uh, no, it's actually, it is a egg that's been poached in a like a tomato sauce type of, like a, spi- a little bit of a spicy tomato sauce. And then you usually eat it with um, uh, a, a nice big piece of bread. So Isn't that just like shashuka? shashuka? Yeah. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is, is that? Shashuka. <laughs> Give shashuka a Google, my dude. Oh no! Mind. Have I been just have I been uh, Westernizing? <laughs> yeah. And satanifying about this? You've been radicalized by a Mediterranean dish. <laughs> oh my god! I have been. It's motherfucking shashuka, my dude. Oh my god! Well, have you ever had shashuka before? <laughs> but I, I will. Uh, I'll see your shashuka and I'll raise you one—a Scotch egg. Oh, oh I have yet to fuck with one of those, but I really want to. I think everybody has one scotch egg and then they die. That's yeah. it? That's it? Yeah. That's the you end. Just, that's how you it's go. the cyanide capsule that's uh, in your back molar? I didn't actually know what one was, and it was presented to me in a pub in London, and I just said, hey, sign me up. And the thing is, they are very good, but it is probably <clears throat> the richest food you can eat, and you will instantly feel... Um, you know, the onset of a heart attack. Oh, yeah. 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 Good shit. shit. Highly recommend right, it. Well, I, I got to do one at least once and then that'll, that'll be it. Oh, David Carradine. Give me one more question and then I got to eat the steak because my biological oh. clock is ticking. 
Oh yeah, shit. Okay. Uh ba 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 ba. Let's see. Um egg related good, uh toy related bad. Uh okay, let's do thoughts on Cybertron Unicron. I think we covered that in the opening. <laughs> that might yeah, be in that, the part of the recording good. that didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what what are your thoughts on on Cybertron using Cyber? Hang the fuck on. I think I just had a stroke. What are your thoughts on Hasbro using crowdfunding to, to source a Unicron? Um, I think they cook the books. I, I think it's fine. If it gets us interesting projects, then that's pretty cool. Uh, I understand the realities of like launching big stuff. It just, you know, retail's dying and it's not very feasible. Um, I don't I don't think and this is not based on anything, it's just my own conjecture. I do not think that Unicron sort of funded on its own merits. Um, no. Just having gone through so many campaigns myself, including failed campaigns, and then having been adjacent to clients doing campaigns like uh, Frederator would be in Puppycat and seeing how these things play out, uh, it just it doesn't pass the mustard for me. But, you know, maybe I'm completely wrong. In any case, congratulations to Hasbro. Cool. Yeah, good job, guys. You did the thing that we all knew you were going to do. <laughs> Please um, just give me the 118th scale transforming star screen slash G.I. Joe uh, vehicle playset. Oh, but it's G.I. Joe, so they never will. No. Yeah. Uh, let's do a quick one from Mr. Gloom of the King Variety. Uh, best pizza in New York, best pizza outside of New York. What's in your pocket right now? I can say nothing in my pocket, so that's my easy answer. Um, I have a, I have a gravity knife for opening packages. Um, best pizza in New York for me is Keste because they make gluten-free and dairy-free pizza that tastes like it's not those things. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to get into like the real pizza places. I, I, Keste makes a real pizza that's very good too. I'm going to say Keste inside of New York. And to answer the second part, outside of New York, there is no pizza. So it doesn't uh, exist. That's fair. I've never had one before. Um, T Dukes is going to shoot you with a between all the toy pizza team, who would win in a death match? Uh, there's no question. It's me. I I I, pro- I can attest to that. I again, it's the wild man thing. Well, uh, for all of the people who asked us questions, uh, I want to say thanks, and to all the people's questions we missed for time constraints, I do apologize. Um, that was literally my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's Tony's Give fault. Give her uh, fucking eating the eggs with a weird name. <laughs> um, Jesse, before you go, while we still have you here, um, how do you how do you want to leave this? What do you want to tell the people before we sign off? Uh, I would like to encourage people to join Action Figure of the Month 2020. I think that there are a lot of people who missed out on 2019 and who are kind of kicking themselves every month when they see the unboxing videos and the sharing of photos. So I want to encourage people to not have FOMO and to, uh, to sign up. And if you're not in a position to do a full year, do one month. And if you're not in a position to do one month, just share our logo. Let people know that we have this going on because this is as independent as these ventures get. So mm-hmm. even just sharing you know, a photo of what we're trying to do has huge positive ramifications for us. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, do it. I'm Get out not... there and do your part. Hit the streets, guys. Print out flyers. Staple them to telephone posts. Don't bother Still with climate change idea. stuff. This is what you guys gotta you gotta <laughs> activate. You gotta get behind this. Cool. Uh, is there any way that we can? You have a podcast too, as well, don't you? I do. Distaza Pod. Every Friday, I usually put up a free one for everybody, but I do one to two extra ones a week, and that's available on my Patreon, which is patreon.com/slash Jesse Distasio. Or Distasio, depending on... Depending if you I know. fuck it up or not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you find, for some reason, my semi-nasally voice and uh, constant stammering is uh, pleasing to the ears, you can you can get more of me injected right into your ear canal. Lucky you. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, if they're a fan of us, they'll be a fan of that. For sure. <laughs> as, a, as another semi-nasally boy. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you have it. Excellent, cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, for being on the podcast. We got to get you on again sooner if that if you're down, if you're okay with that. Totally happy to do this and get Nikki on here too if he can put down that screaming baby for five seconds. Yeah, you should put the baby on. Let's interview the baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Nikki went real dad on us and was like, "Oh, I might have time in December." I know. Fuck I know. off, Nikki, if you're listening. Oh boy. <laughs> well, when he finds out it's my kid, it's all going to crumble. So. <laughs>
All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll, uh, thank you. We'll chat soon. All right. See Enjoy ya. that steak. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Cool. That was a that was a nice time chatting with Jesse. Yeah, that was that was good. To, that was always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. I feel gonna, I feel a little bit bad that we had to glaze over some questions, but it's okay. We'll have him back on, and you can re-ask those same questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we do the wow from last week? Let's do it. Let's. You get it's the question cast. <laughs> yes. Actually, no. I just want to say thanks to everybody who wrote questions because you yeah. basically wrote our interview for Jesse, like our yeah, conversation. That was great. Because if Tony and I went in there with nothing like that, we would have just been sup, Jesse. I, I would have <laughs> gotten drunk again. It would have just been like way too off. I don't know. It probably would have just been less interesting. So you made that conversation. I, I can't talk. Conversation. This is a good conversation. Conversation. Yeah. Hell yeah. No, you guys yeah, You guys are awesome. We we really appreciate you. Well. And uh, we'll do that by answering some of your wows. Wow. Wow. It's called wow. Oh it's called, it's called wow. 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 We asked you. Okay. That That's the intro. It's just. Wow! So we got real serious with you guys last week and well, asked you a... <laughs> warlocks or wizards. Um, uh, Nafta, uh, one of our day ones. Nafta, warlocks get big titty witches. Titty witches. So... So, hmm. Okay. Okay. I mean, but witches are warlocks. Those. So no, yeah. it's different. If you ask D and D, it's different. I think I don't. It's been a while since I've had a session. I don't, I don't know if there's a witch class in D and D. Fuck, that's gonna be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there? I mean, I know we've got the the books and everything, but you know, that's really really big, really long. Can't really can't be looking through that. No. Um. Cool. So we got one for warlocks only because you can date a witch. It's good good enough for me as well. Uh, we got a video from 4am snack. I know it's from community, but I I don't know, dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. I ain't clicking that. It's looking a little bit charged. <laughs> it's looking a little bit racially charged. It's looking a little bit Trudeau-y. Uh all right, so we've got Empty Orchestra saying, I say I got to say, I agree with Nafta. I mean, the it's idea of for... a big of a big titty witch is enticing, so it's easy to go team warlock. I don't disagree. Yeah, get yourself uh, the the best kind of goth titty. GF, the best kind of titty. Yeah, uh, so, Uncle Jason, another one. Yeah, and after makes a fair point. Also, warlocks <laughs> dress a lot cooler than wizards. This is gonna be a warlock landslide. Yeah, that's this is, that's crazy. Everyone's on team warlock, and I I'm not disagreeing so far. Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, Sponge. Sponge, warlock sounds cooler than wizard. It does sound cooler. It does yeah. Um, oh, and one final one. He used he used some he used a pumpkin emoji. That's awesome, and, and a couple squares. Kiaika, Kiaika, now going as spooky Kiaika. Wizards, the Zed makes things cooler. We got one for wizards. Yeah, I think I think you're outnumbered here, bud. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's kind of weird because wizards are like, they're like the old, old weird dudes. Like you think blue robes, white beard, staff, pointy hat, old mm-hmm. and frail, that type of shit. Wizards, you think like, or warlocks, you think like creepy dude with a goatee. Yeah. So I don't know. But I th- like I think maybe we were all swayed by that whole comment about big titty witches. I that's usually how you sway me. <laughs> yeah. That's usually one of my one of my go-tos. Oh uh, mm. shit. Well, I think I'm going warlock. Yeah, I think uh I think warlock might have to take it as well. Yeah. I mean, wizards are cool on the side of your van if it's been painted on that way with an airbrush, but you could just as easily make that wizard into a warlock by giving him a uh, cooler a goatee. Outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and a goatee. Just a goatee. Just a fucking goatee. And power brows. Yeah. Definitely power brows. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do we have another... Wow? Nah, we're never doing wow again. I'm nah, doing no this more wow. <laughs> we're, we're done. It's, it was tough. We could only rip off so many YouTubers for so long before I got bored. Yeah, this time <laughs> it's going to be a shitty... This will be the new like shitty top five list thing. 
<laughs> Number 50. Warlock. Oh, actually, no, I got one. <laughs> this is perfect for um, for for Halloween. Mm. Wow. Movie? I was going to say, who's your favorite? Yeah. If I spell it right. Yeah, no, I'm on board. Favorite. Oh, my God. Spooky YouTuber. Answer your questions in the wow, and we're going to say yes. Wow. I have a few spooky YouTubers that I'm pretty big fans of. So I have, like, one, so I'm going to pin that for you, brother. Um, I pinned it already. Oh, oh shit. We both double pin. <laughs> double pinning. Um, Eiffel Towering this. That's going to be more... Oh, my God. That's going to be more your territory. Um, Finally. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm down. Sick. Sick and rad. Equal parts. Well, thanks for joining us here, everyone, on the podcast. It's been a wonderful time. I hope you enjoyed chatting, um, getting all your questions answered by uh, Jesse of Toy Pizza Fame. We enjoyed having him. Uh, was there anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we get out of here? Yeah, if you enjoyed uh, us having Jesse on the podcast as well, please rate and review us on iTunes. And let us know uh, if you want us to have some more people on. Who else would you like to see? Uh, you can ask us directly on our Discord. Links are easily available. All you need to do is poke one of us. You can do that the best by following us on Twitter. Logan is Ultra Radical Toy. I am Tony Velocity. And we hope to see you next time. And remember, folks, a Boba Fett for a Greedo is a notoriously bad trade. We'll see you next time. See ya. We don't actually see them. This is all audio. We're liars. Oh my god.